AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing in endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. We are recording this episode on Boston Monday, a day when the whole running world celebrates our collective endurance, optimism, and grit. Unfortunately, because of COVID, there are no crowds on Boylston Street today, but we're going to carry that celebratory spirit of endurance athletes getting it done by talking to two women who ran their own 50Ks recently. The two are basically on opposite sides of North America. Um, Kelly Anderson is a stay-at-home mom of two boys who are six and eight, who lives in Whitehorse in the Yukon Territory, which is the upper northwest corner of Canada. Had to look it up. <laughs> and, um, and then we've got uh, Laura Morgan, who is down in Jackson, Georgia, which is just southeast of Atlanta. Um, Laura is a veterinarian and a uh, mother of two stepdaughters and a grandmother of a teenager. So um, welcome, ladies. So glad you could join us on this Monday. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, so Laura's got a little bit of a Southern lilt so that you'll be easy to identify there. Right, Laura? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. I love it. So it's easy to, and then Kelly probably speaks kind of Canadian, right? Yeah. You speak a little old. Yeah. I grew up on the East Coast, so I have a slight East Coast accent. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So before we dive into you ladies running a 50K, which is, um, if you need some conversion, it's about 31 and a half miles on your own. Um, I want to hear a little bit about your running. So Kelly, why don't you start? How did you start um, as a runner? What, what got you into the sport? Um, I joined a book club and <laughs> as one does. Yes. Um, and a bunch of the members were also runners um, and they got together for weekly runs and I decided to join them and I was 25 and I could not run the length of myself. It was exhausted. I was so embarrassed, um, but it kind of spurred me on and I started running more and more and then signing up for races and um, it's been 11 years and I haven't stopped since. Wow. Are you still a member of the book club? No, I've moved a bunch of times since then. Um, okay. My husband's with the RCMP, so we've transferred a lot. Oh my gosh. Um, that's the RCMP, that's the Royal Canadian Mountain. Yes. Correct? Yep. Very yep. nice. Very nice. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and you have not run an ultra before. Have you run marathons before? Or I've done three marathons um, and okay. uh, kind of wanted to step it up to the ultra distance. Cool, cool. Laura, about, what about you? What, what started you running? Um, I started running July of 2011, um, mainly because I was getting old and fat and needed to do something different. <laughs> and so I started a couch to 5K and quickly went up to a half marathon. And then I did, I've done probably 13 half marathons. And then I said, well, I think I'm ready for a marathon. And I'm like you, Kelly, I've done three marathons. And then last May, I decided to do my first ultra. Yeah. So was this the, the one that you did on your own? Was that your second or your third ultra? It's my fourth ultra, actually. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Okay. It's hard to <laughs> try well, to piece pieces. Yeah. Okay. So wait, so you did your first one last May and you've done two more since then? Yes, yes, I did wow. um, about, well, I guess my second one, it wasn't much of one. It was a 24-hour race, and I did the, the 50K, but I walked the majority of it because it was right after my first one, and 
it was just pretty miserable. Georgia weather's hot and humid. And so I walked the majority of it. And then I did another ultra in December of last year. Okay. All right. So what is, um, what, what about ultra races is, uh, attractive to you, Laura? What, what's exciting? Why do you, why are you on your wolf now for going on maybe your fifth, another? Um, I think it's just because it's, it's just testing my body, just making me do something that I didn't think I would ever be able to do. I used to hate running and just the challenge and just, not many people can have done them. And so that's just, sure. Yeah. It's just, it's a high knowing that I've done something that a lot of people haven't done. Yeah. So when you finished your first ultra, I'm just curious when you finished your first one, you were like, okay, I want more of that. Not, Oh "Oh my gosh, I never want to do that again. Okay. All right. I I signed up for another one. Yep. (laughs) All right. What about you, Kelly? What, what was, uh, what drew you to thinking about going 50 K or 50 miles? Um, I, every time I have done a marathon at the end, I've always thought I could have gone further or I could have done more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to see if that thought was, could become a reality. Um, so I signed up, I'm in the middle of training for a 50 miler that's happening in June that hasn't been canceled yet. Um, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So you kind of skipped the 50k distance you went from a marathon to basically double that there there are no local um 50ks and okay the 50 miler i signed up for it actually says on the website this should not be your first ultra this is a very difficult course and i was like (laughs) "Eh, i'll try it and then um when this opportunity came up to do this ultra i was like oh at least when i if this race goes ahead in june i can say this isn't my first ultra (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. You crossed a box. Well, so you have, yeah. Why don't we start with you telling us about, because you kind of had a different roundabout way because your race, like you said, the one that you signed up for has not been canceled, but tell us about why you decided to do a 50 K on your own. Um, the, uh, event came up on my Facebook feed. Um, I think it was (sighs) on Canadian running magazine and it's a, it was an organized race. Um, the quarantine backyard ultra, and it was kind of built like the Backyard Ultra um, organized by Lazarus Lake um, of like the Barclays and that sort of thing. So you're running. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a loop. So every hour um, at the top of the hour, you start a loop and it's 4.167 miles or 6.706 kilometers. So if you did it for 24 hours, it would be 100 miles is kind of why the it's kind of a weird um, breakdown. And then... Okay. Um, So every hour on the hour, you do that distance and however long it takes you, it takes you. And then you have a little bit of a rest before you start your next um, hour. And it just sounded like it was something I could do at home. And it's, um, it was organized really well. You were linked up via zoom. It just sounded very interesting. And I was like, I think I I can do this. It's manageable. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so to be excited, a loop of 4.167 miles. So how did you, did you like get that scientific and, and get down to that like hundredth of a mile? Um, I didn't. I went to a little bit extra. So I went to 4.2 just to make okay. it easy. Um, and it worked out really well in my neighborhood. Um, there's like an out and back loop that is exactly that distance. Um, so I went out the week before and just like measured it out and 
and it worked great. Perfect. And what about you, Laura? You were training for a race that got postponed until October. Is that right? Yes, yes. It's the um, Outrun 24 in Ohio. It's the one I did last year. It's my first ultra. Okay. With um, another, another mother runner, Linda McCallant. Okay. Who I met at the um, Ogden retreat. And she, she and I did that one last year together, and we plan on doing it again this year. Um, so we're going to do it in October now. Uh, but, well, you are. You're like an ultra fiend. You're just going to keep going, Laura. Oh, I All right. Well, did Linda do it on her own as well? She's going to, I think, on the 25th, I think, is when she's doing hers. Okay. Because you were basically more or less pretty trained, and you were like, okay, I've got all these miles in my legs and all this fitness kind of waiting to pop, so let's just go see what I can do. Is that kind of, am I putting words in your mouth there? Pretty much, that's it. Um, in January, I got knocked down by a cow and broke three ribs. And so that put oh my, my training on a hold for about three weeks. And I had to slowly ramp it back up. And I thought, okay, I came back from this. I've got to do this. I've got to do an ultra. All right. All right. So, um, so tell us what, like, how, how did you get ready? I mean, it sounds like Kelly and I will come back to you in a second, Kelly, because I want to kind of about the support and stuff that you had but you just kind of were like okay we're going commando like I'm just gonna run 50k like did you did you gather support did you have your husband help you with a route like tell us how you kind of put it together well um I used my house as my my kind of home base uh -huh. and I live down a dirt road and so if I do the whole dirt road and come back to the house it's about two and a quarter miles okay and I like to run in the dark, so I got up super early because it was going to be nice and cold and just started doing that loop over and over and over. And then if I needed to change clothes or, you know, take a break, I'd come back to the house to the basement and, you know, have everything there. And, of course, my husband would call me and check on me and make sure everything was okay. Sure, sure. Two and a So you did two and a quarter mile loops for uh, yes. how many? How So do that math for me. How many did you do? Well, I kind of, you know... Towards the end, I started going on the paved road a little bit and just kept doing it in my head to like, okay, well, I've got five miles. So, you know, okay. I had to figure out how to do it and make it work out. Okay. All right. And, um, and so did you just have, and so how many times did you change your clothes over the course of the day? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. Okay. All right. Twice. Um, and did you like, did you have all new outfits or did you just change your shorts or kind of just, I'm just curious, like. Yeah, well, the. Yeah, the first time I changed, um, I put on, because I ran till I got about halfway. Okay. And then I came back and changed, put on a dry running bra and a, a long sleeve shirt, because it was still kind of cool, and, and changed my shoes. And then went and done, I guess I did about five more miles, and then I was getting hot. So then I came back and put on a short sleeve shirt. Okay. All right. Did you change the bra again then, too, or no? No, or no, it, it wasn't it. too bad then. Okay, all right. But it's amazing the difference. It made, you know, it felt so good to put something on that was dry and changing my shoes. I, I was surprised at the difference it made. I, I can imagine. And well, and um, Kelly, I imagine that you were not putting short sleeves up there in, uh, you know, in March. No. In the, <laughs> you were probably like, <laughs> maybe like changing your beanie or putting on some dry gloves or something. Or tell us about your clothing changes. Yeah, well, I woke up um, the morning of the race and it had snowed overnight. Wow. And I thought that it had, you know, we had been uh, warm for a little bit 
uh, so the snow was unexpected. So I had um, yak tracks on um, and lots of layers. But then as the day went on and the sun came out, I did have to change because um, I was getting really warm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so did anybody, well, so, so uh, Laura, I'm just curious, did anyone but your husband know you were doing it? Um, my stepdaughters did because they live on the farm. We live on a big farm okay. and they live at the end of the dirt road. And so they knew uh -huh. and they would just wave at me when I go by. <laughs> okay. So it was a very, like, you were very, like, this is as basic as an ultra gets, right? You're just like, I'm getting up yeah, and I'm yeah. on my driveway back and forth, basically. That's All right, it. But, it was very low key. Well, and on the flip side, you guys, again, op, a little bit opposite, right? So Kelly, you had put in, we, we put up your post on another mother runner on Instagram and on Facebook because you had mm -hmm. some good support, right? Like you had yeah. signs out there, like, tell us kind of how you rallied people. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, it was everything that I wanted from my first ultra and nothing like how I had ever envisioned it would be. Um, I post, I need a lot of outer accountability mm -hmm. to kind of make myself um, motivated. So I uh, reached out on Facebook to friends just saying, you know, I'm going to be running um, this race. I would like to raise money because it was a free race. Um, so I was raising money for uh, a children's hospital back in Nova Scotia um, that I had spent some time at as a kid. And as the money started coming in, I was like surpassing my fundraising goal. And I was like, oh no, I really have to run this now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have people's money. Um, and then I posted on my uh, community Facebook page just saying, you know, I'm going to be out running. Um, if you see me, please wave, please say hi, I'm going to need um, some help. And then um, my one of my best running friends lives at the turnaround point on my loop. So she came out a few times, her son had made signs, she hung them up. Um, okay. She drove by a few times in her vehicle. Um, I had just like strangers who had seen the post on Facebook who were like, you're the girl that's running, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And then a, someone I didn't know had put up a sign saying, um, you know, way to go. I did two loops too, as kind of support. And then I had friends who had signed up to do the race as well, um, who were running friends from my original book group. Uh, and they each did, um, one did four loops and one did three loops. Um, and then just taking videos while I was running and in that 10 minute break, posting them on Facebook and reading people's comments and kind of getting um, crowd support it was great. My other best running friend was sending me texts all morning that I could read on my, they were coming up on my Garmin. So I had like a ton of support. It was fabulous. That's so cool. Well, and talk about, yeah. so was Zoom just running the whole time during the, the quarantine backyard ultra? Yeah. The organizers had, um, I think there were over 3000 runners. Oh my gosh. So they had, uh, it was crazy. Um, Plus an elite field. There was a lot of elite ultra runners um, that had signed up for it as well. Um, so when you came back, you had to show your watch to Zoom to prove that you had done the distance in the hour. Okay. Um, not such a big deal when you're like, you know, doing eight or nine loops. I'm sure once it got down to like the nitty gritty, they were really verifying people's distances. Um, I think they had like four YouTube tube channels running with like all of the different runners it was it was amazing because you would come back and you would see like your screen of like little squares of everybody some people were on their treadmill some people were like having you know taking in some fuel some people are stretching and foam rolling and you can like see them all on your screen oh that's so cool so that was yeah 
community of really, yeah. Did you get, did you talk to any of the runners um, during it or were you just kind I, of checking in and, and staying in your own lane? Yeah. They kept us all muted until okay. it got down to like just a few people. Um, so I wasn't really talking to them, but just um, texting with friends. Uh -huh. um, like in that in-between space. And then my kids would come out and be like, are you still running? Are you going back out? I'm like, yes, mommy's going back out. <laughs> What's for dinner, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Laura, what was, did, so like kind of tell us how long did it, were you out there and you're doing your own thing in, in uh, Georgia? <laughs> I was out there forever, I think. Yeah, um, and you don't have yeah, to give it time. I'm just curious, but that's such a long time to be in your own head, right? It is. And let me go back and backtrack a little sure. bit. Um, Linda McCallum did send me text and cheered me on and, and she, she's awesome. She's my best running friend, even though she lives in Washington state. Okay. So another one, we're about as far apart as we could get, but um, I, I cheated. I had a book on tape. And so I just kept listening to that. And I was, I started at three in the morning and Wow. I, you know, I took a few breaks throughout it and, and I was probably finished by about noon. But, you know, that's for taking breaks and changing and all that. So, but it's, it, it really flew by. It flew by. Wow. I <laughs> think that's the quote right there. Um, so, so you listened to some books and did you have like some snacks? I mean, obviously you ate, but like, cause you have your own kitchen right there, both you guys. I mean, was oh, yeah. there anything yeah. that you had that was like beyond like, sports nutrition or like a peanut butter and jelly or something that you would get at a normal ultra did you like you know have anything yeah, I did try something new yes um I had I don't know if you've seen the pretzel pop tarts the chocolate pretzel oh pop -tarts no and, um, yes and I had one of those <laughs> with a lot of butter on it and, and it had no issues and that was great the rest of it was just the gels and the the chews sure but yeah the, the, the pretzel pop tart you? helped yeah, and so um, it's a John Patterson one. Okay, so like a was that like a thriller kind of spy? Yeah, it's something? a thriller. I think it's called okay. Revenge. Yeah, something like that. Okay, all right. What about you, Kelly? Did you listen to anything? Um, I had planned to listen to music, but um, because of the timed loops, I felt when I listened to music, I got too fast. Oh, sure. Um, so I switched to podcasts. So I was listening to AMR and um. How was your run today? Okay, uh, is another running podcast that I love, and then I had an audio book as well. So just kind of sticking to the podcasts and books to not go too fast. Sure, sure. What um what book were you listening to? Uh, Untamed, Untamed, Glennon Doyle's new book. Yeah, excellent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, excellent. You liked it? Good, good. It was great. Well, so yeah. So what did you think of that pattern? I was going to ask you about you know coming running four miles and coming back in coming into warmth, I imagine, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and kind of stopping your momentum and then having to go back out again. Like, was that helpful? Was that hurtful? Was it neutral? Like what, tell us about it. It was kind of neutral. I thought it would be hard, uh, uh, but because it was part of the plan, mentally yeah. I was prepared for it. And sure. I think also because I haven't done another ultra, I didn't have anything to compare it to. Um, it was hard to like, come into the house. I had a little corral set up in my garage. Um, and if, as long as I stayed in the garage, I was good. Um, I had all my food set up out there and changes of clothes. And um, so just coming into the house to use the bathroom was kind of like, oh, okay. 
nice in here. It's my husband was barbecuing. It smelled amazing in my house. Um, so yeah, I think just ha knowing that you were stopping, it, it didn't, it, it didn't affect me as bad as I thought it was going to. Sure. Sure. So what was, um, what would you say was your most challenging loop mentally? Um, loop five was really hard. I was in a lot of pain. Um, just like in my legs. And when I was done with loop five, I took my yak tracks off and then enrolled okay. um, in those 10 minutes. And then it kind of went away, um, which was great. Okay. And how did you kind of, did you just get through it during it? I mean, kind of, did you pull like, what yeah. tools did you use? Yeah. To, I just toughed it out, you yeah. know, just like counting houses. Okay. You just got to make it to the next house. You just have to make it to the next house. Um, and yeah, it was, wasn't too yeah, bad. Yeah. What about you, Laura? Was there a certain stretch of mileage where you were like, cause like five, five loops, like you're just over halfway, but you're just, you're clearly not there. So what you probably wanted at what, like mile 18, 19, 20 ish in that, um, like Laura, was that a tough spot for you? Was there a different tough spot? Were there no tough spots? Um, the tough spot for me was towards the end, probably the last five miles. Okay. I just, just walked it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's just cause I still don't feel like I have all my energy back from when I got hurt in January. And so, you know, I knew I didn't have a cutoff time except for my own. And so <laughs> I just walked it and was okay. with. Yeah, it. totally. Totally. Well, and I got to ask the cow that broke your ribs, is that your cow or is that a cow you were treating? No, <sighs> no, actually I went to go see her, her calf. And um, um, we were trying to get them in the barn and she was trying to get out and she knocked me down and ran over my back. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was tough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you still feel your ribs? Like, is it still, cause I, I, yeah, I've had, those seem to linger is what I guess what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I take really deep breaths, yeah. it still hurts a little bit, but it's so much better than it was. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, and so are you going to take, did you take any time off after you finished your ultra and did you get like, you have a medal or did you have a celebratory meal? Like kind of tell us what happened afterwards, Laura, and then we'll ask you, Kelly. Um, yeah, yeah. I took a week off from running and, um, I did have a celebratory meal. I was going to have a celebratory adult beverage, but we had given up alcohol for lunch. Oh, so I had to geez. wait for the next day to have <laughs> my celebratory beverage. <laughs> you are like the picture of discipline, man. That is amazing. Run 31 miles and then wait the next day for a beverage. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I had a nice non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> okay, good, good. What do, what was your meal? Um, a good hamburger, a big thick hamburger that we did on the grill with um, blue cheese and uh, home fries. Yum, yum. That sounds good. And Kelly, we know that you had barbecue, right? Um, mm -hmm. That your husband yeah. made. And actually, I watched your video. You, were... yeah, and he's making broccoli slaw. And what else did he have on there? I mean, it was like a veritable oh, feast. Yeah, he went to town. He there was potato salad and uh, baked beans and pulled pork and yeah, nice great um i'm tapered a bit before the race and then kind of reverse tapered because i'm still in my training yeah. plan um so this is my first week where i'm back to full training i did my long run yesterday and then a long run this morning and wow. kind of back into the swing of things yeah do you feel more confident now after finishing that 50k 
I do. I feel like um, now at least I know my body can go that distance. Um, Seems a lot more doable. Um, It's going to be hard to do it when your your aid station isn't your house. (laughs) Sure, sure. It's going to be a lot different. Well, and um, what was I just going to ask you? If if the fifty mile is canceled, will you will you do it on your own? To be determined. Uh-huh. Um, it I think it'll depend on how close to the race day they make that decision. Okay. Um, the race directors have been in contact and they sent out emails just saying, you know, we're we're cautiously optimistic. We're going to try and do something. Um, we're lucky that it's a it's my local race, so I don't have to travel for it. Um, it's a relatively new race. I think this is only year four for it. So there's not a lot of people that would travel into the territory for the race. Um, we also don't have a lot of COVID cases here. Mm-hmm. There's only been nine so far and eight of them have recovered. It's, it has, it's taken its time to kind of reach the North. Um, so to see what the end of June looks like. It's, it's unknown right now. Sure. Um, if they cancel it close enough to the race, I might try to just do something myself. Sure. But, nice. Yeah. Nice. At least now I know I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Laura. What are we going to say something? No, I just, I think it's great. Yeah. I think she should go ahead. If they do cancel it, go ahead and do something on her own. Yeah. Well, so we do have people, I mean, it's, it's, it's different now because it's, you know, we've been away from racing for, you know, six, seven weeks. So people who may have had a race in the books have, have come up with a plan B maybe, but so if people are thinking about doing their own ultra, Laura, what would you recommend? Like what are some key things that you think that they should take into account before heading out and and going for it? Oh gosh, that's a tough question. Um, just have fun. You know, yeah. the pre- you know, this is a race that you're doing for you and there's no pressure and just get out there and have fun and just take your time and celebrate. Yeah. You know, it's still, it's still an ultra, no matter what you do, it's still an ultra. Yeah. It's something to be celebrated. Reed, what about you, Kelly? Anything that you would add to, to like preparation wise or mentality wise? Um, reach out for support. Um, it's amazing how it feels to have people, you know, checking in on you and cheering from you, even if they're um, far away. Um, And take all of your time goals off the table, just kind of go at your own pace, rest when you need to. um, And enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's fun. You, you signed up for it because you wanted to experience it. So you have to go out there and, you know, have all the down moments and have all the up moments and really embrace, embrace the day. Yeah. I think that's awesome advice. I was just thinking one thing. I mean, uh, I've never done an ultra, um, but I have done an Ironman and, um, the way that, that, uh, I talked about or thought about it, especially in retrospect was like, it was the longest, fastest day of my life. Right. Like, you know, it's, you're out there forever, but it goes by in a blur. And I imagine when you do it on your own, it might not go by so quickly. Right. Cause you're really in your own you're able to be maybe a little bit more present and in your own feet instead of worrying about what other people are doing or, you know, wondering if you're going to see people at a certain point. I mean, did you find it to be, maybe this is a little too la la, but it was it like a good, like introspective time or like kind of checking in time. Oh yes. It was for me. Yeah, definitely. 
um, especially when I started when it was still dark and, and I didn't play my book at first. I just ran and enjoyed the moon and the stars and the birds. And it was just, it was peaceful. Yeah. That was, that was it. It was peaceful. That's lovely. What about you, Kelly? Did you have any of that? And it's okay if you didn't, I'm kind of putting words in your mouth. <laughs> I realize that. No, it was great. Um, and just like not having gone that distance before, um, but hearing other people talk about it and how your, your mind does go somewhere else when you're in pain and you're having those low moments. Um, it's amazing how you push through it. Mm -hmm. um, it yeah, I would do it again. I would definitely, I would, yeah. At the end of the day, if someone was like, do you want to do another ultra by yourself? I'd be like, yeah, I would do that again. Yeah. And Laura's nodding. You're, you're definitely agreeing with oh, that, yeah. huh, Laura. Yep. Yep. Me too. Me too. Cool. Wait. I think especially when you chunk it up like that, it's so doable. It's so accessible. Like if I can do it, anyone can do it. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, you guys are amazing. It was fun to talk to you. Congratulations on um, a not insignificant achievement in some pretty stressful times. So really fun to hear about them. And um, I'm excited to hear about hopefully the 50 miler and you go back to, um, was it Ohio, Laura? Is that right? What are races? Yes. Yep. Ohio. Kirtland, Ohio. Kirtland, Ohio. And what's it called again? Um, Outrun 24 or 024. 024. Okay. And so do you have a date for that or we just know October ish? Yeah, I think it's October 4th. Okay. Um, he hasn't said for sure yet, but that's what we're looking All at right. right now. All right. Well, keep up the good training. You guys keep, smiling and um take care have a good rest of your week thank you thanks you too, for having us. thanks thanks <laughs>